to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. We're here live today. Um, It's week four of our Money March series with Leela Veronica. I am Alexa, and with me is my lovely co-host, Ambrosia, the wonderful. I'm here. Woo-woo. You're here. I'm here. And Leela Veronica is here. She is our money expert and has been guiding us on money, 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 receiving money, um, overcoming blockages of money, all the things about money, and has been giving us some incredible wisdom over the past few weeks. And today, well, first of all, hi, Leela. Hello, darling. Hello, hello, hello. It's so grateful to be here. I really appreciate you and your entire audience and all the all the community you're building together. Thank you. We are so grateful that you are here. Thank you for everything you've been sharing with us because so much, so many great things have been happening with with money recently. Everyone's been sharing in the group. Ambie was gifted like over a hundred dollars. I found yeah. cash just floating around in the parking lot. I've had some major breakthroughs with my finances just yesterday from all this. So yeah, someone texted me and they said, um, "Since your money series." I went to my mailbox and I found a check for $3,000. Dang, girl. That is banana. I got to check my mailbox. I haven't checked it in a few weeks. I really don't think I have. But tomorrow's a new day. I'm going to get more money tomorrow. Let's let's be honest. We're just getting started. Yeah. Music to my ears. We're just getting started. I love it. I love it. So, um, so yeah, Lila, what is on what is on tap for today? We are doing this live. So if you're watching, we want Lila said this might be a good show to do live um, so that we could get some interaction from the audience. So how how how's this this one gonna go, Lila? Okay. Well, here's the deal. Most of your audience, you know, women. The feminine is all about receiving. We mm-hmm. receive things. Well, receiving is one of the hardest parts about money, right? So we're going to talk all about receiving today. So I would love anybody who has a question about how to receive more money, any sort of blockages you have about receiving money. And here's what I'm going to tell you. Money and love are directly related. We've talked about how money is mm. related to a lot of stuff. So if you have a hard time receiving love, even you can put that in the in the comments and the questions. How is your mo- you know your love and your money related? I think last last time we talked about you know um, if money was your lover, you know how would how would money feel? This mm-hmm. is kind of the same thing. So many of us will talk a, a lot about receiving today. So if anybody has questions about 
uh, how to receive or they've had problems receiving before. Receiving has been up and down or always push it away and love or money or anywhere. Today's the day to talk a lot about receiving um, because I know everybody here is pretty good at giving. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and guess that most people are pretty good at giving. It's the receiving part that's challenging. So we're going to go, we're really going to dive deep into receiving today. So I want to, I want people to ask questions about receiving if possible. Receiving. Well, I have a question already. Let's do it. Now. Would you say, would you say receiving compliments would be in that category as well? Absolutely. If you are pushing a compliment away or diminishing it by any means, that same energy is pushing money away or lessening your value. So you're going to get just paid a little less. You're going to work a little harder. That's right. You guys talked about that last time. That was right. Yeah. And it's neat because it can, it can it'll continue to show up, right? It'll continue mm -hmm. to show up all sorts of places. And I wrote down, actually, if you want, we can start. I wrote down, you guys know, I used to be a professor, as I always say. So I make lots of lists and systems. If you ever work with me or learn from me, you come to my events. I always have like these big poster boards with like systems and numbers. And because I work with a bunch of spiritual people, I love this uh, awakening, the, the, the new earth, the people bringing forward a new era of humanity, heaven on earth, really. And, and, and so I get to play with some of the like, most fun people. Um, I, they come across my, my, wor my world, right? Um, and so my job is just to help them um, get really grounded in this, in this money thing. And I'm going to talk about the barriers. Let's start with barriers of receiving, okay? So a lot of, as we know, a lot of our challenges stem from what? Childhood. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so let's go ahead and talk about that. You know, if there was any sort of guilt from your parents, um, for example, if you ever felt like your parents sacrificed things for you. Mm. You may be holding on to that uh, that that energy of feeling guilty, of feeling like oof. And even when I was going through these notes, I found another place in my own life where I felt like I just remember one time being really little. I was I, I have a really a memory from when I was a baby. I just I just have a really my mind is broad and deep. <laughs> And I have a long, it goes back to when I was a human baby here. And, and, um, I, I remember one. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, yeah. I just love it. It goes back to when I was a human baby here. Human baby. And I remember once her saying to me, and I was just a little one, you have no idea what I do for you. Mm. It wasn't something she said to me forever and ever and ever all the time. It wasn't like instilled in me. But I remember one time, she probably has no idea. She probably even then didn't even know. She had, you know, they, people don't realize what they're imprinting on kids, little ones. But I remember that. And I always wondered. My I still wonder. What is she doing? Mm -hmm. What does she have to do to keep me fed? Makes me cry. But I felt like, oh, my God, this because she was a young mother. Yeah. So she must have sacrificed so much to keep me alive. Yeah. 
And so any in any sort of energy like that can block us from money because we feel sort of a little bit of guilt, a little bit of sadness, a little bit of some sort of negative energy around the money piece. And so just bringing awareness, right, is the first key. And then can I can I ask yeah. you a question about that? So that resonates pretty deeply for me because in my past, um, and this is something I've been confronting, especially when the pa- within the past few years, making myself and my life very small and almost like saying like, well, I don't need that thing and I don't need this. That's almost so that there's no... It's And what I've identified about it is that it won't be a burden on anyone else so that, that I mm-hmm. won't cause any sort of... So that, so that I'm like, I'm only this big. I'm only taking up this much space. How can I be any trouble on you type of thing? And uh-huh. that felt very connected to what you were just saying. Mm-hmm. And I would offer the idea that I have a feeling that the only trouble you would cause are to the people who don't recognize that the universe is at their fingertips. Mm-hmm. Those of us who recognize that everything we want is right here mm-hmm. would love to see your grandness. <laughs> yeah. We bask in it. Oh, more of your grandness, please. You know, we love that. You <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So any of that feeling of like, I want, I, I, I want to be, you know, not too big, not to have too much. Um, the desire piece, for example, if you have a particular desire for something and then you're like, I don't really need it. Mm, yeah. And then it keeps coming up. I don't really need it. And then this is a big one for me because I'm just going to be real. I'm a practical woman. I was an environmentalist for years, a yoga teacher, like, the last guy I dated told me like I needed to start wearing some deodorant because I like am so natural, right? <laughs> I think like the, la- the lady with money, she'd have like some deodorant. I don't know. I just am super natural. Coconut oil. Yeah. I like to be I'm super healthy, all natural, but I also want to live very abundant. And I want to, mm-hmm. you know, um, help a lot of people and 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 make a big difference in the world and let money flow in and flow out and give and you know, the cup filleth over and all of that. Mm-hmm. And so when you feel like you want something, check in. When you, when you, when you diminish it, like I don't really need it. Is it because it's just, it really is just kind of wasteful, you know, and it don't really need it. And it's, it's only going to bring a sense of joy for a moment. Or is it something that you really want that's going to bring a sense of joy for a long period of time? It's like the return on an investment. What is it? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's it's something that almost sparks to me right now. There's this little drum that I keep wanting at, ch- at the church that I go to, uh, New Thought Church. There's this little drum that I always play when I go. I don't know why I don't buy that damn thing. And I'm like, no, nah, I can get it cheaper at half price online. And then I never go online and buy it because I'm like, I don't know if it sounds the same and the energy and I'm all weird about stuff, right? I guarantee that drum, I'm going to buy it now that we're talking about it. It'll bring me so much joy, right? That would be different than buying something that's like a, just some French fries. It's going to be, you know, in and out. Yeah. So you start to really pay attention to the thing that you don't, quote, don't really need. Yeah. Is it going to bring you joy for a long period of time? Yeah. Or a lot of joy for a short period? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And why do we not, what are the, why do we do that? Don't need this. Well, let's go through some more. So first of all, um, there, when we grew up, there might've been this sense of, we didn't really deserve what we got even. You may have been told by parents, by grandparents, like I'll be, uh, how many people, I would love to hear some comments on this one. Your grandparents, your grandparents wanted to spoil you. A neighbor, uh, a, a great aunt, somebody wanted to give you something amazing. And somebody in your family, somebody around you, a friend, it was like, you don't, you don't need all that. Oh my God, I do that to my kids. <laughs> I Well, I was going to say, what I'm remembering is is that, but also I just got some strong memories of my parents very strongly. If someone gave me something going, say thank you. That is extremely generous of them. Did you? Did you say thank you? And it's this immediate feeling of guilt. Like I've done something wrong, like almost like I have to grovel at this person's. And I know if my parents are watching, I know you meant well, but. um, (laughs) We're trying our best at all times. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But like that immediate feeling of bad heaviness for for receiving a gift, right? Yes. So that's that's so good. It's there's a couple things, there's a couple layers here I want to go through. I love this. This is such a good one. Oh, so good. Because I guarantee you almost everybody's faced this now or will or has. Um, I, I want to go back to this idea that everything in the universe is at our fingertips at all moments. We can all agree with, I think we're in a community here where we can agree on that. And if you can't yet feel into that, just Try, try to feel into that idea that everything you want is right here. All abundance is available to you at all times. You so choose it. So this idea that when we're given a gift, it's like such a big generosity. No, it's not. The gift is actually more of a gift to the giver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Than it is the receiver. And so... This is a this is a challenging one, especially for people giving types like us to just receive for no for for for, for nothing. It feels like we're doing nothing, no work, no nothing. Yeah, it, it's like undeserving. But I'm going to tell you, if somebody wanted to come and give you twenty thousand dollars tomorrow, <laughs> Ambie had to take a big old breath on that one. I had to take a big old breath. That brings, that brings <laughs> up a lot of stuff. Like whoa. <laughs> What do I have to do for this money? Well, that's what brings us to our next one. Yeah. This distrust of the giver. Yeah. So with money, whether it be through business or a, a relationship or just finding it on the street, you know, picking up a hundred dollars and looking around, is this okay? You know, yeah. the distrust, the not trusting yeah. of the receiving of love even. So anytime we were talking about the compliments, you get a hug and you're like, mm. you're butt sticking out. Yeah. And yeah. I'm kind of, I'm going to be real. I'm kind of like that too. I'm like, around again. sometimes like, yeah, I have to be really conscious of like, okay. You know, and I go to the parties where they make you hug for a while. Cause I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I live in Colorado. So we have, you know, there's people around here, like, you know, doing all that, that, but there's this distrust of the giver. When people want to give you something, 
at a restaurant, mm-hmm. somebody wants to give you a free thing. If somebody sends you a drink across the uh, the bar. Say somebody you, you're out and about. Oh my God. Definitely. <laughs> With gratitude, no expectations. They may have expectations, but you can trust that they're just sending it out of love. Who knows? Just trust that they're sending it out of love because the universe is giving you an opportunity to re- just receive without any sort of attachment. That just any sort of judgment or fear. That just blew my mind because people have tried to do that all the time. And I'm always like, no. And I think to myself, no, because I don't want to owe you anything. I don't want you to expect anything from me. I don't want to feel like you gave me something and I didn't give you anything. I don't want to feel like you have the right to like hold something over me. And so I just, as you said that, I just thought I like saw like a slideshow of like all the times that like maybe that wasn't really the case and I could have experienced something really cool through life. And I was just like, no, because I don't want to feel that feeling when I could have just like received the gift, which is interesting. And I have a feeling for anybody who's listening now or later, and for you, you're going to be given a lot of opportunities here in the next couple of weeks to receive. I'll give you an example. I started, I started playing with this, and I, I moved into my building, and I dropped a bag of groceries, and there's like construction guys there. And the, they go, oh, I can help you. And the old me, I mean, I'm a little woman, but I'm strong, and I'm resourceful. <laughs> and I would have just picked that bag and be like, nah, I got it. Right. Then the new me, because I was so aware of paying attention to receiving as you receive one thing, you receive everything money included. So I let this gentleman pick the bag up and walk it to the elevator with me. Whoa. With one eye on him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just in case. Well, no, I was saying, whoa, do you receive one thing? You receive everything. That's uh-huh. wild. It's the way we receive. The way we receive is the way we receive. Wow. That's crazy. So how do you yeah. – I have a question. So how do I or moms – because I know Tammy's watching, right? I think she is anyway. And Yeah, she's here. Hey, Tammy. How do moms teach our children to be appreciative of what they have? But I don't want my kids to feel like they, I don't want my kids to feel like this. And I definitely, mm-hmm. now I'm aware, I did it tonight. I did it tonight. Like my mom was like, oh, I bought Brenna a toy. And I was like, for what? And she was like, just because. And I was like, she has so many toys. You're going to spoil her. Like this whole thing again. So I don't want to go through that. But at the same time, I don't want them to just be, um, what's the word, ungrateful or unappreciative of what they have. I love this. I mean, what a beautiful, and I think this could be actually a really good lesson for, um, to actually to bring the, the generations together. Mm. Like this could be a really great way to, because I say I think there's actually room for all three of you okay. to do things. I'll share. Okay. It's it's really what I would say. You know, I wrote this down. It's that being completely transparent. So I would say, is this your mother, mother-in-law? Mm-hmm. Yeah, your mother. mother. I would tell your mother, like, yes, you you know, just because I want to give it, but also maybe your mother wants. Um, uh, your child 
you know, the granddaughter to love her more and see her more. Oh, and oh yeah. Right. Like, so let's just be completely transparent. Like I'm giving the toy because I want more attention from the grandkid and I want to be like the grandma. Like that's okay, but let's just be real. Like whatever it is, everybody has their thing. So I want, or it's, it's, I, I, she mentioned it and I thought about it and I saw it at Target and I was like, I had to have it because, you know, let's just be completely transparent with it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what I would say with the children, massive gratitude. Like how many things, how many reasons can you list for the reasons to be grateful for this gift? Okay. I like that. Wow. It's pink. It's the exact color of pink that I like. Wow. It's, you know, it, it, it's, it can go underwater and go above water. And (laughs) I don't know all the things and, you know, and grandma gave it to me and she gave it to me on Tuesdays and Tuesdays are my favorite day of the week. Or, you know, just like this massive amount of gratitude for what they have um, at any point, at any moment, at any time of day can actually want help us want less stuff. Almost like a game. That's crazy. Also, you know what just came to my mind? Do you think oh, that yeah. parents like kind of come down on kids and all the toys and all the stuff that kids have essentially because like they feel like they don't have enough? And so they're like, you're on it's like this because when you're a kid everything's so abundant you know and you feel the magic right and you feel like wow but when you're an adult you lose that and then Mm -hmm. you feel like you don't have enough including enough time ambi enough you know (laughs) but i'm just using it as an example we feel like there's not enough there's not enough of anything and then your kid's sitting there and they have another toy for the hundredth time and you're like don't get used to this type of thing because Because that's what you've learned right. in your life. And so yeah. you're trying to bring them down to your level and not let them get too excited or think that, you know, it's all going to be gravy or whatever. I so think that's-, that's a good point. I would have to dive deeper on that. But I think that there could – there's definitely a possibility there's some truth to that. But then also for me, I know like consciously – I feel like that might be unconscious. But consciously I know like – so for example – it was a good reason. She has to get her blood taken because she's sick. It's neither here nor there. So it was like a reward for being so brave, right? So, okay. But instead of saying I'm so excited I got the gift, my daughter said, well, it's not what I wanted. So my thought right away is like, why don't you appreciate what you have? Like that, do you see what I'm saying? Or like you, you work really hard. My, um, moms that are watching, help me out here. But, like, you work really hard and then they break the toy or they throw the toy and you're kind of like, well, what's the point? You know? I think that's a practice. Yeah. It's it's like unless they're practicing on the regular, they don't know how to be grateful. It's mm. just like an instrument or a, a, a cartwheel or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when they get something they don't like, uh, for example, I remember getting a car and it was a stick shift and I was pissed. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I can get out of my house. I'm grateful. <laughs> right? I had a switch. 
Um, and we all have to do that, right? And and little kids, they're not just not as equipped to do that switch. That's and true, and true. especially like growing their brains and their bodies and all the things in life. And so it's a practice of um, at any moment, like uh, we could take a piece of paper and be you know, grateful for it. A, a dollar bill. What all could we buy with a dollar bill? That's what I would play in your in your house. I would play little games around. Um, like give your kids a dollar and see how many things that they could buy. Okay. What could, like they, do? What could they turn a dollar into, you know, or um, sit, put a $20 bill out and say, what are you grateful for in terms of this $20 bill? What could this $20 bill do? And like get, ex you know, just make money part of the game in terms of the conversation. And then, um, this is something that a lot of parents don't do. They associate work and money with kids. Mm. They don't understand time, though. So if they understood how long they would have to go to school, I think, to get a toy, like to you know, work towards a, towards a toy or something, it might make more sense for them. There's a lot of, like, uh, okay. they don't have the same sense of time. And time and money are directly related. And so if they're trying to like, if they're like rooting something and, and breaking it and it costs money, they don't have the same awareness around money because money and time are directly related. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. This is, this is deep. This is way deeper stuff. I love it because it goes deep with all of us. Yeah. Yeah. None of us. I'm going to share like, for example, when I graduated high school, I had been at that point, I had been in one like mansion, huge mansion before my mom dated a guy who had a great aunt and had this mansion. I mean, like 16 bedrooms, you know, huge. So that's like extreme. I really had never been in like a suburban home, a two story suburban home with the basement. Like they build all over America. And I was, um, I was graduated high school. And I remember going and going to college, starting to go to college parties. And then my friend's parents built a house. Looking back at the time, I felt like those suburban homes were mansions. Mm. No idea. They're just, now they're just, it's just like a normal old cookie cutter house to me. Right. So kids even, they don't have perspective. Yeah. They don't have perspective of, of cost of anything. They're just totally lost and so bringing the money talk into like actually showing money like showing credit cards and numbers on the page like being completely transparent like it's really i believe the only way forward is being really open <laughs> yeah yeah in the intentions of buying things like well why did you buy because if we say it's not it's okay for them to ruin something or to not have gratitude, but that they see us spend money frivolously or hold on to it tight and worry around it, hmm. they get mixed messages. That's a good point. Oh, so, I mean, there's so much fun. There's so much fun we could be talking about. I'm going to bring in a couple more things. This feeling of worthiness, I think it's, it, it kind of wraps up here, hmm. wraps in of at any moment you are worth everything in the universe all times the worth at all and we often don't feel like it 
We don't feel like we're worth a raise, a better job, uh, asking for more in our business, um, more time with loved ones, right? whatever it may be, the kind of love we want. Uh, we have these desires and yet we don't feel worthy. Right? I remember when I first started thinking about $100,000. I remember when I first started thinking about a million dollars. I remember when I first started thinking of you know, all of these things. And I was like, who in the hell do I think I am? Yeah. That's ridiculous. I, I, ego's on fire, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> ego's gone crazy. Right? But if you really think about it, why wouldn't I be worthy of anything if somebody else is too? We're all equally worthy of the entire universe. Mm-hmm. And so bringing this back down to the money talk is, is when we have this, we would kind of go back to that mindset of we're always worthy of the entire, of the abundance of the entire universe at all times. Any gifts that we get, any money that we're spending, any thing that breaks, we can revisit that. Okay. No fear. All abundance is mine at all times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been getting that download this week. Every time I have this like, I'm like, oh, uh, like I feel that old, heavy, like, oh no, I need to pay for that. It's now it's like, but what if it's like, it's, it's like then a new exciting energy comes into it. It's like, but that's fun. Like that could be fun if you let it be fun. This could be fun. And then I was sitting on the top, like it could be like an exciting thing. We can reframe this like feeling of, you know, paying for things as like, this is fun. We're playing with energy. Right. And then yesterday I decided to take a bike ride and I, I'm live in Philadelphia and I biked to the top of the Rocky steps and I just sat there and I was just watching all these people spend all this fun childlike energy. Everybody just runs up the Rocky steps. You could sit there and just watch people run up and down like little kids all day doing like the rock <laughs> thing. And it's cute. It's so cute. And I was like, oh, 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 adult, adults, adults with their adult friends. It's so cute. You can tell people come there to visit and the adults take their adults friends and they're trying to make movies of it. And it's just so cute. So I'm sitting there watching it. And all of a sudden I just got this download about money, which was weird, but it was like, you waste more energy <clears throat> resisting paying for things, for example, because you're kicking and screaming and going, oh, I don't want to do that, than it takes to create more money. Mm, if, you would wow. just, if you would just relax and be in the flow and be like, cool, great, I get to pay this. You know, we, we, it, yeah. it's like we, we do it to ourselves. and. Yeah. It just was this nice feeling of understanding like, wow, like this could be really fun. We can look at it in a whole different way. And I really, for some reason, think it had to do with the energy of the people running up the stairs. I don't know why, but it triggered this like understanding <laughs> in, a, in a way. And I thought it was really cool. So That's a really good download. Thank you for sharing that. I like that. Of course. It's so good. It is so good. I mean, you're going to just continue to open up more and more and more around this as you start to notice and, and I love what you said about this tightness. Yeah. It's in the body. So anytime yeah. you're thinking about money, notice the body, breathe. Yeah. Right here. Yep. So any sort of receiving that we're resisting, we can increase the receiving by breathing. It's one of the most powerful tools is breathing. Really bringing awareness, like I said, about the intentions around money and the flow and what we're thinking. 
and letting it, you know, uh, uh, letting the resistance release. If you can't let the resistance release, it's so hard. Breathe. It's the quickest way to get rid of the resistance around money. Um, okay, that's what brings us to the next one that I wrote down here, the barriers. Incapable of feeling. Some people are incapable of feeling what it's like to be rich. Right. So I want to ask you right now to feel a little richer this year. What would it feel like to make an extra $10,000 this year, an extra $100,000, an extra million dollars, wherever you are in your, in your income? What would it feel like to make more? And I'm not saying go and try to make a bunch of money and hustle hard if you don't want to. I'm not telling you work right now. I'm just asking you to feel what it would be like to have a nicer pair of pants on, a nicer pair of shoes. Maybe drive a nicer car and live in a nicer place, you know, nicer part of town. Maybe go to the, the furniture store and buy the chair you want. And always be able to download all the audibles and the and the that you want, all the books and all the all the hair doodles you want and all the bathing suits you want and and you're going to give to your church and volunteer time to with the old people. And you got all the, all the prosperity. You got choices galore. You got friendships and yummy food and healthy vegan, gluten-free, non-GMO, organic. Your grandma and Aunt Jemima made it. <laughs> right? Yeah. You can afford it all. Imagine being around luxurious things, whatever that means to you. If luxury means... A bathing suit on the beach, that's beautiful. If luxury means uh, some Louboutins at the Ritz-Carlton, that's beautiful too. There's no judgment. There's no right or wrong. It's all available. But allow yourself to feel this more. That's really, I believe, the biggest gap of receiving is allowing yourself to feel what is it like to be the CEO of your business? Hmm. I suggest anybody who has a business, anybody who has a job that wants to make it further in their career, own that energy everywhere you go. You need to be the CEO when you walk down the spaghetti aisle in the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this way you get to receive the energy. You get to, people see you differently. You get to receive that. And then when you do receive it, Allow yourself to play, play with it, play with the money, play with the love, play with the attention, you know, have fun with it. The abundance is yours to, to bask in a little bit. And then you share, right? You, you, you become, uh, you enjoy, and then you share, you, your cup filleth over. So when you, if you were to receive $20,000 tomorrow, I guarantee you every single one, every single person on here would be giving it back in some way. Even if it's all goes back into you investing in you, we are all one. Mm. Go for it. Put it, pour it back into you. It helps me. It helps we. Yeah, I like that. That's beautiful. I like that a lot. That's beautiful. Yeah. You know what came up for me this week? If I may share. Oh, that song by Ariana Grande, Seven Rings. My girl. Yeah. yeah. 
I so love it. A lot of the things that she mentions in the songs, this is kind of embarrassing. I've never heard of them, right? So I started Googling, what the hell is she talking about, right? So then one of the things was red bottom shoes. And I was like, $1,200 for shoes? <laughs> and it brought up like a lot of emotion for me. And now I can't even listen to the song because I'm kind of like, who do you think you are? And it really pointed out a lot of interesting things for me because for me, that's such an exorbitant amount of money for one pair of shoes. But for someone like that, it's, it's nothing. And I would like to be somewhere in the middle. You know what I mean? So it, it brought me to, wow, you have, you have some issues with money that you still need to work on. Like you have some anger there. So I just wanted to share that uh, relationship. It's distrust even, distrust. Like that's just yeah. not appropriate. Yeah, that's not appropriate to spend almost $1,200 on a pair of shoes. And who makes them? And why are they so expensive? And this is what's the problem, right? So it was like all of these things got brought up, especially from um, my childhood. All of these bad people have money. All of these stories that I've been told growing up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. definitely. It's fascinating, right? It's, it's great awareness. I want to say, you know, honestly, thank you for your sharing. And it's really great awareness. And then there's so many of us. I actually... I used to um, have Louboutins and, and uh, uh, the Is that what they're called? Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Okay. The red bottom shoes, the red bottom, you know, uh, um, and all the, you know, all the, all the brands, all the brands I've had. And I, I don't, um, I don't know that I have any of those. I don't have any of those in my closet now. I have some little boutique -y stuff, but I'm, I'm a Colorado, more Colorado -y girl. I'm not saying that I wouldn't have a pair. But I remember at one point when um, my, and I'm, I'm going to share this story because it, it, it might be, it's about red bottom shoes and it's along the similar lines and it might be useful for some of your audience because they may have similar situations um, and you may have done this to others and I've done this to others. And so when I was going through a divorce, because uh, I would, my ex-husband would buy me these beautiful shoes. It was his, he was a, his love language was gift giving. Mm -hmm. So he would buy me these beautiful shoes and, and um, over time, I didn't really need as many shoes, right? It was just too much. But I had a lot of these shoes, beautiful shoes. And when I was going through my divorce, I remember one of my girlfriends saying to me, oh, you're not going to have any more of those $1,000 shoes anymore. <laughs> and in my head, I thought to myself, I'll buy my own fucking shoes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you what, I, if I wanted to, I could buy myself a beautiful pair of red bottom shoes right now. I'm grateful that I can. I have the opportunity, right? Mm. Um, I'd rather spend the money on investing back in my business, to be honest, because I'm in a, in a massive growth place and I want to help humanity awaken. That's what I'm here to do. So that's why I'm, I don't really need the red bottom shoes. And I live in Colorado and I work from home. So <laughs> flip-flops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I speak on, speak on stage. Maybe I'll have some on stage. Maybe I will. I won't say never. But what I want to say, it's the judgment. Yeah. Can we, the, if I can leave any, if I can leave us with anything today, and I have a few more things, I mean, I have lots to share, but to receive more, can we let go of the judgment that mm -hmm. money is good or bad, yep. that anything, 
is good or bad. And then it just is. Instead, we my, my clients make fun of me. They say that I should do a meme like this. Like, isn't, isn't it interesting? I always, isn't it interesting? Isn't it interesting uh, that we see uh, $1,200 is a lot of money for something? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it interesting that it's the shoes that spark us? Mm-hmm. Right? And there's no judgment even about that, but it's just to notice, like, these are the things that spark me. What would it, so then the next question would be, what would it be like to not be that way? What would it be like to not have any sort of spark of emotion around money or red bottoms or anything? What if nothing was, quote, expensive? It just somehow had a price tag on it because that's what it deemed to be in the market. I did abundance is available to all of us. Yeah. What if like number, it's like we see numbers as like going up. Well, I just got two downloads at the same time. One is like, we see numbers as like one's here and one's here, right? Like on the scale and it is technically on a scale, but what if numbers were really like colors? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? Like, what if numbers were just colors and how, how we look at colors? We just say, that's blue, that's purple, that's red, that's, they're all unique and that's great. So what mm-hmm. if we look at numbers like colors so it wasn't like, <gasps> that's way too much. It was just like, oh, that's blue. Yeah. That's orange. Um, yeah. But my other download I got was um, – when you're talking about judgments about money, right? Like the judgments that come up that prevent you from receiving. It's the same way that when we judge other people for having a different experience than we have, then we actually prevent ourselves from feeling the the, the love of the universe, right? Yeah. It, it's the exact yeah. same thing. Yep. Um, yes, absolutely. And I'm just going to flow with that and say, add on, I think you're at a deep level from a past life experience, most likely whatever we're seeing that we don't like in that person is something we experience in our own past life. Totally. Oh, I totally feel that. I know it. <laughs> and I and that's how karma works, people. And it's great. And it's perfect, right? So hey. um, I, I have had, I'll share with you, I've had a little past life work done and found out that I had some work around, I was resisting um, money and I was like hoarding food. Like my thought was like, I just like to have a lot of uh, food in the cupboard because I grew up poor. Mm -hmm. But what really was, it was in a past life, I was, uh, I had a lot of riches and I was um, overwhelmed with food. I was very gluttonous. And so I was resisting money in this lifetime, resisting abundance, because I didn't want to be gluttonous. Mm. I was so scared of being gluttonous. So I would just work. I still was working queen energy in it, but I wasn't wasn't receiving because I was scared that I would overboard it. Yeah. That's really interesting. Then I realized and then, you know, let that go and money started to flow. I love that. And that's really interesting because we actually, we talk about past lives and 
on the show sometimes, especially when Ambie's channeling and information is coming through. And we did this episode on uh, ancient Egypt where I'm pretty sure it was that episode where Ambie was channeling and essentially it came up that, um, sorry, it wasn't ancient Egypt. It was about Atlantis and that I, and that one of my past lives was a high priestess in Atlantis and that in essentially what it was, was me up here looking down on everyone and just completely like pushing everyone down and pushing them away and making everyone feel less than me. And it was this feeling of, or what was relayed to me, and I felt it deeply, was this feeling of like contributing to the destruction of this beautiful, unconditional love contributing to this destruction. And so it's interesting because it's going right back to what we're talking about and your example, because what I judge the most is just what Andy was saying, like this feeling of, oh, I'm better than, and oh, and I don't want to be that. I get very sensitive when I start to excel and then people say, oh, you're, you're great. Like they're giving me a genuine compliment. And I'm suddenly like, thank you. But then I get sensitive. I'm doing so much better with it, but you know, so I totally see how that all, I, I believe that fully hold on, I'm bringing Ambie back. Um, yeah, this is huge. I mean, because as you receive, uh, this is really great to hear. This is really great. Hello, darling. Welcome back. Thank you. This, thank you. As you receive more, this this could intensify or at least spiral back around. You're going to because you you're gonna your abundance is gonna grow. It's like a circle, you know, like a sphere and grow and grow and grow. And so you're going to continue to expand, and you you could expand as much as you want. Uh, but there's this feeling of oh, if I go too big, yep, the people around me might not love me. Mm. Yeah. Right? They're gonna think I'm too big for my britches. Yeah. Uh, People already do in my reality, and I'm not even that big. And that's the thing that blows my mind. Like, what? What's happening? Just wait till money's flowing in the in that's those right. in that in the, in that door, girl. <laughs> <laughs> in that door. <laughs> wait, Leela. So I just realized time is starting to fly, and I know you probably still have some things you want to say, but we got a question, and I hope Alexa still – is it okay if we is it okay if we ask this question? Yeah. yeah okay. I hope she asked it a while ago. I hope she's still here. I'm going to put it up on the screen oh, so you I can see it. it. Hey, Alexa. Yeah, you want to read it, Ambie? Oh, no. Okay. Hi, I have a question. So I've been telling myself that I'm abundant and I trust the universe. This past week, I think it's been testing me with obstacles requiring spending money. What should I slash we do to pass this test? Hope that makes sense. So I read the first part again. I've been telling myself that I'm abundant and that I trust the universe. This past week, I think it's been testing me with obstacles that require spending money. Mm. What should I slash we do to pass this test? When you are abundant, spending money is not an obstacle. I knew you were going to say something like that. I love it. <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go deeper. Explain. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go deeper. So this is beautiful. I really appreciate it. And this is actually the a key to what I bring to my, my people, all my clients, all my anybody I can get my hands on. Uh, you guys included this, you know, there's a lot of talk about, uh, like if you're, 
Actually, I have a client. I would give you a perfect real life example. I have a client this week who I met with and I took a drive to Red Rocks. For those of you guys who know Red Rocks Amphitheater, you know, epic classic place. Got to go there for a concert sometime if you've never been in Colorado. I was like, he needs a little, you know, kick in the rear. He needs a little light. He needs a light unders, but, you know, to get to lit up, to get lit up. And basically what I, what we come up with was like, okay, less Abraham Hicks and more Gary Vaynerchuk. Okay. (laughs) And I'm being kind of silly here, but the point is, is that there's a lot of information out there about, I am abundant. I am abundant. I am abundant. What happens is with this mindset work, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes depending on the energy around it, the feeling state, which we're going to talk about in a second, the feeling state, I am abundant, might be saying, I feel broke as ever, but I'm telling myself a lie. I yeah. feel broke as ever, but I'm telling myself a lie. I feel yeah. so broke. So broke, but I'm telling myself I'm abundant. And there's like this wonkiness, and that's why it feels like a test. Because it's abundant, and then it's not. It's abundant, it's not. Because we're telling ourselves something. Leela, your audio just, do you hear that, Ambie? Yeah, I did. I didn't know if it was mine because my phone's been... Something in your audio just changed. It sounded like... I don't know. It sounds like you're really far away. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're just like far. Did something change on your phone? No. Weird. Yeah, you're just like... It's just like farther. That's so weird. (laughs) Oh my gosh. We can still hear you though. Yeah, we can roll with it. We can just roll with it. Okay. I... So, here's what you will do. Instead of telling yourself you are abundant, you'll feel abundant. Instead of saying, Mm -hmm. even saying, I am abundant, you're going to feel abundant. How do you feel abundant? The same thing we were talking about earlier about the children. Every moment of every day, of every micro moment you could possibly think of, notice, be grateful for every little thing you have. Every little thing you ever have. One of my favorite things to do is notice that I have a roof over my head and that I've never fallen off the planet. <laughs> I do that I too. Know. I like that. I'm like, oh my God, I've never fallen off the planet. Thank God I've always been fed. I've, there's always breath. Yeah. I have water. It's clean. Wow, there's floor. I have socks. I have socks that don't have holes in them. Isn't that cool? The sky is blue. Sometimes there's clouds. I like the sunshine. That feels good on my face sometimes. I mean, I could go on for days. You can imagine. Ridiculous. Do you write these down or do you just say them to yourself or both? Well, what you would do, if 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 gratitude is a newer practice, writing, dancing, speaking, thinking, feeling, sharing it with others, I was once demin- I was once told uh, not to be such the announcer of the obvious. I used to be an announcer of the obvious, which meant I'm just grateful for everything. Oh my God, this is such a good French fry, right? Wow, I love the color of that blue. I've lived from this place a lot, but I've lived now from a way more. And when you, that's abundance. Yeah. And here's another thing, choice. Prosperity means you know you have choices. So the spending money thing, if it feels like an obstacle, 
what you want to do is you want to pause and breathe. You're really present, soften your belly. Feel. If you need to be spending money, that money is right here. It's right there. If it's not in your bank account, it's at your fingertips. You have the money. You just need to get creative. The universe is just actually asking you to get creative. It's asking you to co-create. Mm. Obstacles are co-creation little trips, like, like, like little, little switches. So it's asking you to, you're, what you're saying is, it's asking you to, like, play. Play. What if, the, what if when we're asked to spend more money on something, the universe is asking us to create more? That is deep. What if when we're being asked to spend more money on something, the universe is asking us to create more? Dang. I like that. I like that too. That's good. Because we're capable. Yeah. At any time, we know that the universe will never give us more than we're capable of. And so when we're asked to do more, it probably means we're capable. If we so choose, we have free will. If we so choose, we don't have to. It's a different paradigm to live in. Right? When I'm presented, I'll give you a perfect example. I host retreats uh, every year, and I uh, host them in a very nice place. I do things nice. And I want people to show up and have a very beautiful, pleasant experience. Because we're doing deep dive work. Excuse my background noise, the cat. <laughs> um, uh, I, we do deep dive work, and I want everybody to feel great. So one uh, time, there was about a... You know, I think over an $8,000 part of the deposit, not just the whole, the whole thing, part of it was like over $8,000. Had to send in a check that was due before the retreat. Didn't have the money in me. It was like, it was partial, but I didn't have all. Gotta send it in, though. And I got people flying into Colorado, right? Like, it's gotta come. <laughs> yeah. So I breathe and I trust and I take action calmly with presence and everything unfolds and it's beautiful and makes for a good story and I've told the story dozens of times now. It's like that story's worth more at this point than the whole experience I've been like. But there's you'll be tested in that that point, you know, like you guys can imagine sitting off and you know, over eight thousand dollar check, hoping it'll all work out. It's not eight hundred dollars. Right. It could be eighty thousand dollars could be 800,000, could be 8 million. It's not about the number. It's about where are we, what are we playing with, and how are we playing, right? If we feel abundant with what we have right now, we'll, we will be co-tested to create work. Hmm. I like that. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. Definitely. And we're going to talk next time about creating more. Oh my God, your audio just came back. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's good now. We so worked for through the people it. that didn't hear that, you're not in alignment yet with the information. No, I'm just joking. Yes. <laughs> no, you just have to tune in, tune in uh, more, cl- more closely. Yeah. I was literally on the edge of my seat. I was too. I was like, I was like, what? <laughs> oh, what is she going to say next? Oh, no, it's so fine. Here's the, here's the big lesson from all of that was when you are facing challenges with, when you're, with your money, 
the money is right there. The abundance of the universe is at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. So what I would say is the universe is most likely asking you to create more. You are fully capable of creating more. Do not let that money bring you down. If it does, it's okay. It's fine. No judgment. It's, it's fine. But you have a will. You have choice. That's abundance. Prosperity is not money or anything. Prosperity is choice. You have choice to create. When you have challenges with money and spending, I believe that the universe is saying, hey, you're capable. Step up. Mm. Create more. Let's play. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Perspective. And um, also, I wanted to share with you, Lila. Also, I'm just going to make a call for any last questions for you because we are getting like close to the end. I love this. I love this little thing we're using right here. It's so cool. It's like our own TV. We're playing. See, the universe gave us an excuse to play because Zoom wasn't working. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, um, I just wanted to share with you because I this definitely came from you and your guidance. Um, Yesterday, I. I don't even know how it happened, but I, and I posted about this in the inner bloomers Facebook group today, but I literally got super inspired all of a sudden just start going through ev- my entire, every single item that I spent, that I earned all of that from last year. And I literally, I got so into it first. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to look at these items. And I'm like, no, now I'm going to categorize it by category and add up how much that is. And then I'm like, no, now I'm going to add up, you know, this and see how much this was. And it, suddenly it's like I'm queen of the numbers and I'm just like <laughs> more and more into it. And now I'm like, what other totals can I come up with? What else, what other information can I get from this? Turns out this whole freaking time, this entire year, I've been telling myself that I've been making a certain amount of money, mm-hmm. a small certain amount of money. Okay. And turns out I've been making double that. And <laughs> And way more than I thought I was making per year. And I'm just like, what? This entire time I've been telling the story that I've been this big or whatever. And really I've been this big and had this much capability. But because I refused to look at the information, I just kept telling the same story. Therefore, it was true for me. And I felt so empowered. And literally I started feeling like anything is possible. And like, now it's getting fun because now I'm not like every time money comes up, I'm not like, I'm like, okay, let's do more number games. You know, like let's add up more totals. Like, let's see how this adds up. Cool. You know? So I wanted to thank you because I feel truly like my money, my relationship with money is truly changing. And I can feel how that is changing how I'm receiving money. So Oh, I love it. 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 This is amazing. Awareness is the first step. Awareness, awareness, awareness. Write it all down. Track it. See what, see where you're spending. You'll be surprised. I mean, that's the thing. People are scared to look at it because they think it's going to be negative. And look what happened. Mm-hmm. You got to see how much you were like, oh my gosh, I'm doing way more than I thought. Now I'm going to challenge you. May I? Yeah. Bring it. I'm going to challenge you to now imagine double it because you've been living in a place where you thought you were halfsies. Yeah. Now mm. let's go and just double it, girl. Yeah. Just say, I'm going to live from a place where I'm, I'm speaking as if it's already so that this is how much I make twice as much as I, as I, as I actually, actually am. I so literally just, 
thought that while I was making dinner, I was like, now I'm going to double this. Like that's what I literally kept thinking all during dinner. So it's awesome that you said that. Beautiful. Um, awesome. So actually, uh, we have another question from the audience. Hold on a whoop, second. Whoop. Guys, check this out. I love this. I just want to be a t- TV producer. Okay. So, <laughs> so Nike asks, how about clearing debt or how to have a better relationship with debt? Love mm, this question. Student loan it's, debt. Let's talk about that. Student loan debt. There's, I mean, there's so much. Um, there's so much. So let's start here. This is what I would say. I would redefine debt as using other people's money to get where you want to go faster. That's funny to get where you want to go faster. Can you say that again? Mm -hmm. I'll say that one more time. So we'll start here. Redefine debt as using other people's money to get where you want to go faster. Okay. So even if you have student loan debt, you were able to borrow the money. You didn't have to work as much. Right. You borrowed the money to get the degree faster without having to work so much. Yep. So credit cards, all of it. It's just you use somebody else's money to get what you wanted faster. That's it. No judgment, no right or wrong. You just... Using somebody else to get where you want faster. So it's a new perspective, different. It feels, what does it feel like? I'd be curious. Well, I don't know. To me, it still has a sort of negative connotation, even like it feels lighter, but it also still feels like you're using someone else's money. Like, so to me, it still feels like I owe somebody money. Mm-hmm. And to me, I feel like that's so nice of them. Like that's the first <laughs> thing that came up. Like, wow, that's so nice. Oh no, well, I have I have shit to work on, I guess. <laughs> right, exactly. And I have shit to work on too. <laughs> so there's a. It, this is beautiful. So this is where we're going to start here because it's clear that it's 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 still not comfortable using other people's money, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I said, what if somebody plucked twenty thousand dollars? Would you be okay with that? Just give somebody give it. Just give it to you. Boom, for no reason. Just give it because they want to. If you believe that the universe, the abundance of the universe is at your fingertips at all time at all times, and then we're actually all one, using other people's money wouldn't be a big deal. It's your money too, it's their money, it's all our money. It's just it's just money, it's just flow, it's just energy, it's just like a hug. It's just like love, just like a hug. Not any different. So we'll start there. I'm going to get talk about debt some more, but we'll start there in terms of really, because the problem with debt is the story around it. It's mm. heavy. Everybody's carrying this little, not, not so little for some, some people, you know, right. the thing everywhere, luggage of, oh, I got so much debt. It's like, oh, I mean, people tell me all the time, it's my dirty little secret. I'm like, it's everybody's dirty little secret. That's why I do this work, right? That's why I'm so passionate because everybody feels so weighed down. I could feel it. That's why I was like, that's why I paused. I was like, we're going to stop here. I was like, how's that feel? Right? It's, you can feel it energetically. It's like, oof, debt, using other people's money, oof. So 
there's some work to be done. Right? It can be lightened up. It can be breathing. It's okay to use other people's money. Totally okay. I borrowed money from my brother to start my business. I have, I am the, you can imagine, I am the powerhouse, the leader, the, the, you know, the go-getter, the take care of people, the advice giver in my family, right? The highly educated, all the things. For me to ask my brother, not only that, my brother, 11 years younger, who I changed his diapers for the first five years of his life for money to help start my business, I was humbled. But I, I, I was ready to do anything. I was like, I know I can do this. I know I can do this. Like, that's a story for another day. But when I paid the money back, it felt so great. The relationship that it gave my brother and I together, it felt so good for him to help his sister out. Mm. Right? When I gave the money back, it felt so good to pay it back. Like, whoa, woohoo. Yeah. So I got actually these great experiences through borrowing, through the debt. So we'll start there. Now, if you have debt, the number one uh, thing to do is get awareness, just like just like you guys are doing. Write it all down. Get very clear. Uh, figure out what are your interest rates. Mm-hmm. Talk to somebody. Um, you know, get some help. If you don't know, it's okay. There's free help out there, like the city, the county, the local chamber, the the. Um, like nonprofits, local business owners, there's free help everywhere. You can get some help, some debt relief help um, free. Just get some advice. Not, you don't have to even pay or get loans yet. Just get some advice and get some awareness. You need to track your interest rates. How much are you paying in interest if you're paying in interest? Ideally, you get all your money if you're in debt somewhere with the lowest interest, right? And then you pay it, you pay it off and you don't accrue more. You don't get more debt. The problem with people with debt is that they want to pay it off while they're still incurring more debt. Yeah. So are you living in your life within means of your lifestyle? And if not, you need to either reduce the cost of your lifestyle or increase what you're making. Are you working a side hustle? I have a, I had a client the other day say that she, she couldn't work like, you know, like eight hours in a day. And I'm like, you're trying to build a six, you're trying to get a six figure business off the ground. Like, uh, you need to work. You got to work. Yeah. Right. So if you want out of the debt, there are so many ways to make money online and maybe you're not sure how and you need help and that's okay. Like, but I want you to know that there's choices to pay off debt, uh, get awareness, figure out how much it costs, how much it is, what your interest rates are. See if you can get it somewhere with low interest don't incur more debt or, and then increase your amount of what you're bringing in if you can or increase or decrease what you're, what you're sending out. Some people are like, I can't, I'm not buying it. You can get a better job. Keep looking for a better job, right? Keep, uh, you know, uh, find some way. I don't care if you're making an extra hundred dollars a month, some way, somehow you can make money. It's out there. Uh, that's that's my biggest advice. Um, one more thing I would say along that is start to track all your spending and all, everything that's going in and out. If you're really serious about not having debt again, watch. Watch what's going on. 
just the simple fact that you're writing it down and watching it all the time, you're going to start to see stuff that you had no idea was going on. And I can't really tell you what's going on with your debt because there's different kinds of spenders, different, you know, you need to look, where are you spending your money? Like, Andy, you probably spend your, your money somewhere different than, than I do, right? Because you, we have different, you have a family and I have a chihuahua. I need a cat, right? <laughs> yeah. So that would be the lifestyle shift that I would start to, to make around your, your debt. Would you say that the goal is to have no debt or is everybody different? Um, I had a, fan, a financial advisor tell me that some people are comfortable with a certain amount of debt and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, so what's your, what are your feelings on that? Yeah, ideally what you do is you, you look at your return on investment. So uh, for example, if you're going to, I'll give you a perfect example. Somebody might invest actually with me in business coaching, right? Right. They may go with, with on a payment plan. They don't have all the money or they may put it on credit cards or something. I always tell people working with me is, is a, you know, I heard this from one of my coaches. She says, she said this and I just took it from her. It's a, it's a blessing, not a burden. It's meant to be mm -hmm. a blessing, not a burden. So the return on investment with investing in me or with me or anything in your business that would make sense, you need to be the you know decider of that, is will it be a return on your investment? So if you put money, if you put the business coaching or whatever it is, you're, you guys are with Purium, uh, to do a business with Purium, there's probably a, a, an investment that would be ideal for them to make in the beginning to, to maximize the return. Like if yeah. you do this, you start out this level, you get all the things, all the training, maximize your, you know, get the people who are like go-getters, right? Yeah. Maybe they got to put it on a credit card. Maybe that credit card is going to have interest for a few months. But the return on the investment over the long haul, psh, it's a no-brainer. You want If you're a hustler and you want to have a business, it's a no-brainer to have a, to, to put something on a credit card. I mean, I would do it all day, every day. I would pay somebody, I would pay a hundred thousand dollars in, in, in fees. If I got 150 in return. Okay. Yeah. So, so the thing is what I would say, the one thing to avoid is long carrying debt for a long time, not long-term debt. If you're going to have something on a card and you're putting something forward and you know, you, you, you need to invest in, in your, in something and you're going to get a return back quickly. Don't be carrying debt for like years a year, two years, three years, four years, five years. That's where it starts to weigh on people and it's just accruing and there's no way to, you know, it starts, you can't really track the return as well. It gets real wonky. So if you're going to get into debt, you know, try to pay it off as quick as possible. Uh, look at your return and make it happen, right? Make the return on investment happen. Okay. Some people invest in coaching and MLM companies and all sorts of business ventures uh, startups, all the stuff, and then they don't take action and get the return on investment. Mm. So if you're going to go into debt, make sure you do the work. Yeah. yeah. And some might say going into, I know like our upline Imperium, that's what he did when he started his business. He, he and he's like, he's earning a really good income right now, but he always tells the story. Like he put it on a credit card because it actually lit a fire under his ass to work his ass off. And that actually like was what, you know, helped him shoot forward in the business. But 
That's I, all. Yes, I did. I will say in, in addition to taking, you know, borrowing money from my brother, um, putting money on credit cards, I also took out all of my 401k. Whew. And I'm not telling everybody to do that at all. Right. I'm right. not a financial advisor. I'm not at all telling anybody to do that. But I'm going to tell you that what I believed in myself at the time, and it's paid off times, it's, it's, it, it was well worth it. Just let me tell you that. For me, it was. It's not for everybody. I'm not saying it. But for me, it was well worth it. And it made sense for me at the time. And I was, it was worth the risk. And so, and, but I was also doing quite, I had also done quite a bit of work around my money mindset. So I was at a place where I was able to make a conscious decision where it made sense. I wasn't just willy nilly. Um, so like you're, you know, there's a lot of people who have massive success stories who take these risks around money. Uh, not everybody should be as risky as an entrepreneur. I will say that many of us who are entrepreneurs. We tend to be riskier um, types of people with our money. A lot of entrepreneurs, I'm just going to be real, come close, if not lose it all at some point, come close to losing it all at some point. It's not losing all the money that matters. It's the fact that you know you can always make more. Mm. That's it. That's what I feel like I've personally taken away from you more than anything over these past few weeks. That idea, even just a couple weeks ago, I've said this a couple times because you said it and it was just like, oh, you were like, okay, so what if you lose everything? Like, so you just make it again. Like, you just start again because you're not just going to lay down and die, are you? No, you're going to keep going. You that's like literally in your nature essentially. So, um, so just, but also just the idea that like, great, if you have a new thing to pay, then you can make more. If you get into this situation, then you can make more. And just that idea is like my, it's just paradigm shifting for me. Cause I think before this, I just like, Oh no, what am I going to do? Um, so yeah. I, and I, and I'll share a little story if you want this around this, that it's a little vulnerable share for me uh, yeah. around this making more, uh, because I think you guys will relate to this and this will happen to you guys as you make more. So I had a friend, I have a friend who has been in the coaching industry for a lot longer than I have. Uh, she hasn't really had her, she had her, she worked for other coaches. She coached for other coaches, big, big, bigger business businesses. So uh, I remember, you know, I have this perspective of, you know, you can create more. It's where we live in a, a universe where it's abundant. It's a creative play. We create. This is just how I live. I didn't always, but I started living this way more. And I love it. It's fun. And she's a person who talks about manifestation and abundance and all of this and, and struggles to get her coaching business up still really popping. And she said to me once, because I, I had some. I wanted to get something or pay for something or buy something or invest in some program. And she's, and I said, you know, Oh, that's okay. That'll just be another couple clients. I can do that. She goes, Leela, you always say that you can't just go and roll a couple more clients and just get whatever you want all the time. Mm, wow. And, and I, I just let her, you know, be or whatever. And I thought to myself though, that's exactly difference between her and I yes you can yes I can yeah I can go help a few more people and make a little bit more money and go have what I want yeah I can actually yeah so it was really enlightening to me in terms of even with somebody who's been in the personal development world and around money mindset and manifestation and 
coaching, all the things, it's still a block. The money yeah. stuff, the creative stuff. And so I really honor the journey for anybody who's out there who's had money challenges. I love you, I love you, I love you. I know it can be, you know, scary and hard, but you know, hopefully these, these, these ladies are bringing you some, some help and, and we're, we're, we're giving you some wisdom that, that'll help you see yourself as a creative being that, that has access to infinite abundance at all times. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're doing it. We're we're doing it for sure. I can feel the shift. And thank you so much, Leela, for being here once again on our four out of five weeks. So next week will be our last week. Um, this is really fun to do this video chat, this live stream, this Facebook Live, whatever the heck this is, to be a TV producer for a night. That was fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, and thank you everyone who asked questions and who is here participating. Sorry if you didn't get to all your comments. There was so much to go through and I'm sure there's still more we could go through, but it is getting late. And um, Leela, Leela, what, give us real quick where people can find you offline. Okay. I'd love for you to become my Facebook friend. Leela, Veronica, L-I-L-A, Veronica, at, on Facebook. And if you want to check me out on my website, leelagonzalez.com, uh, L-I-L-A, Gonzalez with a Z, dot com. And then if you're interested, if you're a business owner, you want to talk about, you know, changing your money mindset, anything where you're like, um, I love to work with people who are like, I feel it. It's right there. How do I get to it? <laughs> uh, you can go to speakwithleela.com I'm, I'm a high touch point coach I always say so speak with speak with leela.com to, to schedule appointment and we can chat awesome <laughs> thank you so much Leela this is awesome good night thank everybody you. thank you good so night. much bye if you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.